Brian and Jen podcast, she is the quirky, qualified, quaint, and at one point quickly quarantined Jennifer Horn, who but is not also anymore. <laughs> your conservative crusader. Now I am wild and free and filled with antibodies. And so is my friend, the she lovable the liberal an- Brian Whitman. She, she is the angelic. Oh, antibody uh, filled. Uh, uh, antibody reinforced by antibodies. Now, I want to talk about COVID science because I am not Dr. Fauci, who is a highly respected doctor by everyone except President Trump. Mm. He's, a disaster, he's a disaster. President Trump called Fauci a disaster, Jennifer. Correct. What, Mr. President? You know that he is one of the leading infectious disease, well, if not the leading infectious disease specialist in America. You know that, sir. We need a doctor, please. A doctor. Oh, please. You have one. We have a doctor. Doctor in the house, please. Dr. Fauci is fine. President Trump, am I correct or am I, am I correct that Dr. Fauci is, despite all of his work against HIV AIDS and therapeutics, that he is actually just a mess, a total disaster? You agree with that? Correct. And he, his opinions are worthless to you on the pandemic. Is that also true? Correct. And you told your staff that he, Dr. Fauci, should make better decisions. Is that correct? Brian. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is a little fun with President Trump. Certainly well, he is questioning some of Dr. Fauci's uh, remarks about COVID-19. But today, I think on the podcast, Whitman, I think it's all about the October. <laughs> It nice, is a presidential nice election, horn. and we're in in honor of Jennifer Horn. Thank you. Okay, it's the final days of a presidential election. You know, you check your calendar. These only come up every four years. So, so there is every forty-eight months we have one month of October mm-hmm. where potentially we could have in the race what is known as a, an October surprise. That is a piece of information. <laughs> Guys, I know, I know. I'm 48. Thank you. The question is, have we already had an October surprise? And maybe have there been more than one October? Surprises. I'm kind of thinking that there has been. So uh, It refers, of course, to a revelation of political uh, significance that damages usually or elevates... Incredibly, one of the candidates in the final month. So in, in 2016, weeks. I think we could identify the Access Hollywood tape against used against President Trump as an October surprise. And certainly nope. Nope. Hillary Clinton's email scandal and James nope. Comey coming out and talking about it, an October surprise that, that damaged her. I think both of those things happened uh, really close to the election for, bo- for both campaigns yeah. to deal with. I believe that uh, James Comey. Who is like a terrible person, the president. I think he believes that. Comey came out 11 days before the election and said, we have a whole new hard drive, which we got from Rudy Giuliani. All these stories feel like the same story, which Joe Biden dropped off at a shop in Delaware. And then Comey at the time in 2016 said, we got to go through these emails. And there's just no way from here to seven ways to Sunday we can get through those emails. October surprise. Now, this year, I would say in this election, President Trump running for re-election against the former vice president, Joseph R. Biden. On October 1st, and I thought that was interesting, on October 1 is when President Trump and our First Lady Melania Trump were both tested positive for COVID-19. That had a couple of different, uh, created a couple of different issues, obviously, altered mm-hmm. the way people feel, obviously, when the president was diagnosed 
because it took him off the campaign trail for quite some time. It, it unfortunately, and, and you know my heart, I do mean that. Unfortunately, the president became ill with COVID-19, something that he told Bob Woodward he was downplaying the, the, the danger of. Right. And, and, and critics of the president and many in the medical community and the scientific community believe that he has been uh, not a, sort of cavalier with the way he's handled the COVID-19 problem, the pandemic. Okay. Also, it since that time, remember the debate was right before it. That was on October. Well, I guess October surprises can happen in September. Uh, the president has seen, and you know this, Jen, declining poll numbers. I know he's bouncing back a little bit here, but uh, those were not good events, obviously for his health, first and foremost. But for the yeah, campaign. I think COVID certainly the diagnosis of President Trump could be considered an October surprise, and I think that for a number of reasons. First of all, just logistically, it took the president off the campaign trail, which is where he likes to be, and it did it, uh, it within a month of the election. That was problematic. He was off the campaign trail for ten days. That also, of course, uh, and I'm not sure if that to what extent people might question his handling of COVID, because I think the people. People who already questioned his handling of COVID probably weren't going to vote for him. So I don't know if that shifted any votes. But, but here, was a, here was an October surprise. Yeah. That, that Saturday he was in Walter Reed Medical Center in isolation for a COVID-19. Pot, and he just had a had a crazy hair and jumped out in the car and went for a ride and waving at people. That was quite a surprise. And that happened in October, Jennifer. See, yeah, I don't know if that was uh, – that I think yeah. was it was made into a huge uh, deal when I it see. really didn't matter uh, uh, except for the uh, president thanking his supporters. But yes, I've got I two uh, October surprises that I think also are impacting people's vote. The first one is a September-October surprise, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg in September on the 18th. Once she passed away, I think what came next, the nomination process, certainly people realizing the ramifications of voting for a or seeing the confirmation of a Supreme Court justice and voting for the party that is doing the will of the people that has been in play. And then certainly well, the party that has the majority. Well, I in think the Senate is what you mean. Well, I think also to see the party's handling of it. I mean, what we're seeing from Democrats is the threat that if Amy Coney Barrett is is confirmed that they are going to end the filibuster, that they're going to try to make Puerto Rico and D.C. a state that they're well, going to try to pack the court and so who are you what side are you on i think it makes it more important an issue than it was two months ago okay to assume that the will of the people is what the republicans have done with regard to amy coney barrett i think is actually yeah that's not what i was saying okay cool no that that, that's fine um that that is a surprise actually that they're that they're moving forward with this that we have something uh different but similar to what happened uh four years ago with merrick garland question for you Mm-hmm. I know you want to explain the second October surprise that you think has already happened. And then I have a big Brian and Jen podcast question for you, Ms. Horn. Okay. Oh, so after, after this. You, okay. So, so surprise what, number two and probably even more significant in terms of a real traditional October surprise is uh, the Hunter Biden scandal. And a lot of people on the left, the mainstream media, the social media outlets, big tech have been trying to censor how much information people get on this. But the facts in the case are coming out and they're coming out rapidly. And the Bidens are going to have to answer the questions about why Hunter Biden dropped a laptop off with incriminating evidence, not just about his personal demons, because those are his own issues, but about 
his real ties to Burisma Capital and to even worse, the Chinese communist government and their energy companies where he was brokering deals that would offer favorability with his family for millions and millions of dollars. That is something that needs to be answered for. And if you care about the country, you want to hear Joe Biden say, yes, I did it or no, I didn't. And here is why. And we have not heard that, at least as of the creation of this podcast. I'll add just, yeah, Brian and Jen podcast here, uh, uh, you know, uh, leaning in the final days. The countdown is on to November 3, the presidential election. I actually think there was one little additional October surprise that happened with. You think I there was one more? There was. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It's sure. A, I'm 48. I, I, I don't need all the candles. And everything. That's all right. So when we heard the Joe Biden story, excuse me, when we heard the Hunter Biden story about the laptop, I got a big old. I find it very surprising that a guy with the money that Hunter Biden must have the access to money, you know, dad's no, no pauper. That if he's engaged in all this shenanigans, he brings his computer to be serviced at some shop and signed for it with his own signature. That to me is a gigantic October. And. To your point about his money, there's actually an email, and this one hasn't been sent around as much as some of the others, but there are actually emails with him and his family. He's asking people for loans, obviously, See? because he's trying to, to to you know pay for his on the hard drive. addiction. And, well, well, hey, hey, you know, excuse me. No, no, man. no. Oh, he, there's a right there from Jennifer Horn on the play, a very big allegation. Quite a... <laughs> No, but truly, there's emails. This is not just like, a, you know, an evidence, like a, a laptop with just like one thing on it going, here, look at me. This is incriminating evidence. These May are as well all have of had his, a big These, red, these are big all red. of his emails that okay. were on this hard drive. And so one of the things that was revealed is that he was asking family members for money. And one of his family but members said, you cannot them. keep doing this. Your dad is not going to keep letting you have this lifestyle and actually like warning him against the fact that he needed to find his own money. This is the question. Well, but maybe he was buying groceries i mean why say that he was buying drugs we because he that. was you very deep in his addiction during okay when this, but he was buying other time. things he probably bought he had just been too. kicked out of the military he uh, was you all know, i'm saying is caught he on his laptop in <laughs> pretty compromising positions <laughs> and so the yeah. i think what we have to ask ourselves if a person who is dishonorably discharged from the military is going to just end up getting a $50,000 a month, not a year, job with no other qualifications other than his last name is Biden, Had shouldn't we be asking some questions about how that all went down? And Joe Biden has said he never had even a conversation about his son's jobs. Now, Brian, you have great parents. They have passed away. I have great parents. It's hard for me to believe. I think the one thing I know about Joe Biden is he loves his kids. I think it's very evident that he loves his kids. It is very hard for me to believe that one fact yeah. that Joe Biden never talked about Hunter's career to him. Well, are you kidding me? What kind it, of parent are you then? I'll tell you something. It's, it, it is, again, it, it is surprising to me that, that he would take it to a shop like that. I would have Hillary or somebody of that internet quality hard drive caliber come in to service my computer at the house if I had all that damaging information. Having said that, to get those jobs, to to fall into $50,000 a month with, as you said, no qualifications, to Hunter Biden, it must have come as the world's biggest 
Cha-ching! Me? 50? Wow, I'm in the bonus round. You know, he had to be thinking, what's wrong with this picture? Yeah, it is. um, It's definitely a story that is continuing to unfold. And there's one way for it to go away, and that is for Joe Biden to actually take a question about it. Unfortunately, Uh the news media has been content asking him which flavor ice cream he prefers. And his answer was black and white, which I I think he means chocolate and vanilla. If you want to be my brother, no matter if you're black or white, corn Mm. pop, boo, shaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boo. Hey, man, don't try to go me, man. <laughs> One word answer. Last question. Brian and Jen podcast. Shut up. Hold. We're there between now and November 3. Be another October surprise. Yes or no? I'd say yes. Because guess what? It's 2020. Oh. Oh. I, I don't say no to anything in this news cycle. There could be an asteroid that hits the planet before election day. Hold on, I have, to ask, I have to ask myself a question. That's enough. Why, on what one do you believe here and now that between now and the date November 3, there will be yet another October surprise? Yeah, I do, too. Yeah, see? So get ready for... <laughs> Guys, my birthday was a few months ago. You just I... never know. This year has brought us so many surprises. Download at Apple Podcasts. How about Spotify? Of course, home base for us, sebgorka.com. Because Jen is uh, the regular substitute host for Dr. Gorka on America First. I am. And you are. Yeah, you not regular. Up. I mean, every once in a while. But I well, talk about California every week. You do. It's actually very funny. I love that stuff. Because there's Thanks a lot for... of crazy going on here. Then that's yeah, there's no, no shortage of uh, material. No... <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. It's the end of this episode of the Brian and Jen podcast.